going on, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Speaker Secrets Podcast. It's your boy, your host, Enrico Ambrister. I want to say thank you for spending some time with me today. As you know, this podcast was created to give you the big ideas to help you become the best communicator, best speaker that you can be, but also your best self. So we not only focus on topics related to public speaking and communication, but other topics that help us to be the best people that we can be. So I'm excited about that. And once again, thank you. But I'm really excited today because it's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And this is the day that we set aside to honor the life of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And especially honor the role that he's played in the civil rights movement. Now, there is a lot of information of Dr. King out there, especially today. But for the Speaker Secrets podcast, what I want to focus on is why he was so impactful in the speeches that he gave and how he used his words to really move people and empower people and had them feeling charged up for social change. How did he accomplish that? So we're going to look at the ways that he was such a phenomenal speaker and three things that we can take away from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., Because in a lot of circles, Dr. King is best known for his I Have a Dream speech that happened in 1963 during the March on Washington. In fact, that speech is acclaimed as one of the best speeches of the 20th century. Of course, he was definitely way more involved than just that speech. Okay, you have the Montgomery bus boycott. He played a big role in the Civil Rights Act of 1964 being signed. He won a Nobel Peace Prize. I can go on and on. But we're going to focus on his I Have a Dream speech and why that speech in particular just stood out and what we can learn from Dr. King to be the best communicators that we want to be. So I have about three takeaways from not only the I Have a Dream speech, right, but the way that Dr. Martin Luther King approach public speaking and approach the craft of speaking that I believe can help all of us. Okay, now the first thing that we can take away from Dr. King is something that I emphasize a lot on this podcast, but even looking at the way Dr. King lived his life, it challenged me and told me that I need to get more on my stuff, you know? And that is to practice and get out there and do speeches. Now, I've tried to find a number of how many times Dr. King spoke and how many speeches that he, he's given, but I haven't been able to find a number. But in most of the resources that I've found, it says that he's done many times over 300 speeches in a year. He's been invited to about 2,500 public events. So I know the number of speeches that he's done has been in the thousands. And that's why he was able to pull off the I Have a Dream speech so eloquently. Because that wasn't his first rodeo, okay? He's someone who was given 300 speeches within one year. Or 100 speeches in a year. I've even seen some estimates that said he's given up to 450 speeches in a year. Even though there isn't a solidified number out there, 
it shows you that Dr. King was someone who was serious about his message and serious about his career as a speaker or someone who was so involved in civil rights. And it's a lesson that both of us can take in that the more we do something, the better we'll get at it. The more we practice and get in front of people, the more we sharpen our chances of having an undeniable impact on them. And practicing and getting your feet wet, like I said, that's something that I always push on this podcast. But looking at Dr. King has made me realize that I need to practice more and I need to practice every single day. I endeavor to, but I don't always do it. It's something that I need to do. And I need to do more speeches, get in front of more people if I want to have the level of success that he did or just even be someone who can impact a quarter of a million people. So that's the first thing that we can take away from the I Have a Dream speech and Dr. King is that he was not afraid to get out there. And when he did it, he did it 10x, man. He really put his best foot forward. That's something that we all need to learn. I think the second cool part about the I Have a Dream speech is that the second half of the speech that focused on him saying, I have a dream, that was improvised. That wasn't something that he initially planned. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the title of his speech was Normalcy No More. But while he was speaking, someone said, tell them about the dream. It was something that he came up with at the very last minute. And even in some research that I did for this episode and really understanding and analyzing the way he went about doing this, I found out that in a lot of cases, it would be just a few hours before he has to speak and he would still not know what he was about to say. Of course, that goes with practice and being able to come up with something on the spot. So directly ties into point number one, but it shows that sometimes we have to be responsive to our audience and be open and flexible to change our message depending on what's going on in the moment. And I think a lot of that has to do with self-awareness and being in tune with yourself. If you are a speaker and you already have something planned, but you feel like your audience needs something else, the more in tune you are with yourself, the more you, you'll be able to tap into that thought and be like, hmm, you know what, let me tap into my inner speaker right now and deliver what I think is being asked for in this moment. And that's something that Dr. King was able to do because he was aware of himself, because he had practiced hundreds and hundreds of times. He was able to create something that was in the moment, but happened to live on and on for decades in our hearts and in our lives. Obviously, we're still talking about it today. So who knows your ability to be in the moment and just read your audience and see maybe where you might need to change directions at times can be your greatest moments of impact. And the third thing that we can take away from Dr. King was some of the devices that he used in his speeches. Now, people who are involved in public speaking already know what I mean by devices. But what I truly mean is that he used some tactics in his speech that made the speech easier to listen to, that made it more compelling, or that helped his audience to retain his message 
a bit more. So the first device that he used was alliteration. And alliteration is using a sequence of words that begin with the same letter. They don't have to be consecutive, but obviously they have to be within the same sentence. Some of the alliteration that he used were phrases such as the dark and desolate valley, or dignity and discipline, the sweltering summer. So by his use of these alliterative words, it made his speech a bit more interesting and helped people to really imagine a more vivid picture of where he was trying to go and what he was trying to get them to see. Another device he used was repetition. There were a few phrases that he repeated several times within his 17-minute speech. And some of those, fr those phrases were, We cannot be satisfied. Now is the time. Let freedom ring. And the most notorious one, I have a dream. So by using these phrases, he continued to drive home his message. He helps people to understand that we cannot be satisfied until this is something that we accomplish. Now is the time for us to accomplish it. Let freedom ring. We need to be free as a people. And then I have a dream. He talked about the dream that he had for America. And all of these phrases just solidified his message and helped his audience to get on board. So those are the three things that we can take from Dr. King and his I Have a Dream speech. But there's also a fourth thing that I want to mention. And the fourth takeaway that I thought of is that Dr. King always spoke with conviction. He didn't get up there and act like he was a silent sheep, like he was unsure of what he wanted to say. He spoke with confidence. And even if he was nervous, which I'm sure a lot of times he was, I'm sure even though he's done it hundreds of times, there were certain instances where he might have been a bit nervous uh, because of where he was at, the circumstances that happened the prior night. Maybe he's worried about the safety of his family. I don't know. I might be wrong, but I know that Dr. King was human as well. And he was very courageous, but he stepped outside of his comfort zone. And it's not always easy to do that, even as a leader. But no matter if he felt those nerves and he just didn't show them, or if he didn't feel them at all, he spoke with conviction and confidence. And he convinced you that what he was saying is something that he believed in strongly. And you understood why he was a proponent for it because he spoke his words with such persuasion and such eloquence that you had no choice but to listen and in many cases to understand and agree with what he was saying. So those are the four takeaways from Dr. Martin Luther King and his I Have a Dream speech. The first one is that you have to practice. You have to get out there. Even if you're unable to do hundreds of events a year. And this is something that inspired me and told me, hey, I really need to check myself. Because I practice, but I don't practice as much as I should. So I'm definitely grateful for this episode and the ability to reflect on the way Dr. Martin Luther King lived. Because that is truly an inspiration for me. Takeaway number two is that he was able to improvise and look at his audience and what they needed in the moment and cater to them 
And I thought that was so amazing. I thought it was so cool. And that's something that I want to be able to do as a speaker and something that everybody should be able to do as well. Because not only do you have instances such as question and answer periods where what they're asking for and what they're requesting is very specific, but sometimes you might have an idea of what an audience needs or how an event will play out and it turns out to be different and you have to flow or else what you have to present will be incongruent with what's meant to happen. So you always want to be in a mode of being open to change, but the way that you can do that is by referring to takeaway number one, you have to practice. And that's something that I'm learning as well. Number three is to use devices such as alliteration or repetition or vocal variety or using pauses within your speech to make more of an impact in your statement. So there are different devices that you can use in your speech to make it a bit more interesting than just starting from the beginning and going straight through just being monotone and just having the same pace and vocal variety, you have to use something that will spice it up. And the final takeaway is that you should always speak with conviction. If it's something that matters to you, then that should be known and felt. I'm hoping that today's episode was very helpful to you. I know it was helpful to me and it's making me Look at myself and the ways that I need to really step up to the plate to make sure that I am not only developing myself and my skills and my passion, but also that I'm bringing the best of myself to people, the best of my messages, that I'm attuned with myself, that I'm able to practice so that I can be the best speaker that I'm, I possibly can. I don't know, y'all. This really made me look at myself and think. I think if you are in tune with this message, then it's making you do the same thing. With all of that being said, I am wishing you a great holiday. I'm hoping that you have the opportunity to have some fun or get some rest. I'm sending you courageous energy for the rest of the week and some productive energy as well. We have a lot of things to get done and we will get them done. I'm speaking it over you. I'm speaking it over myself. We just have to put things into motion. But all right, I had a great time with you guys today. And until next time, this is Edrico Ambrister, and I'm signing off. <laughs>